Have you ever thought about what the American dream is? Like, what does the American dream really mean? Well, I've been doing a lot of thinking in recent times and <laughs> I came to realize that the whole thing is fake. Yeah, the American dream does not exist. We've basically been fed a utopia. Can, can, you, can you imagine that? Imagine! This is Waiting Day, a podcast hosted by Rachel Onwebo. Hi, this is me doing one of my very random pop-ins, I know, because I haven't been here in a minute, but welcome everyone to Waiting Day. I'm so excited you're here. I know my last episode was probably in January, but um, I have been working on a lot of exciting things. I have a whole plan for revamping the podcast, you know, you'll be hearing some new sounds, like some new, you know what, we'll talk about all of this at the end. <laughs> Let me not just get sidetracked early on, you know how that goes. But yes, a lot of exciting things are coming and, you know, the semester ended a while ago. I've found and I have come to accept that I cannot handle podcasting and nursing school. I just haven't been able to find like a balance where I'm comfortable podcasting while going to school. It doesn't work for me. So when school is in session, I cannot podcast. Unfortunately, I cannot release any like new episodes, but this is summer. So hopefully you guys will be seeing like a lot, not seeing, but hearing a lot of me. That's the plan. And yeah, I've missed everyone. My birthday was a week ago. I had fun. It was nice. 22 is me being old. I'm actually getting old. That is, I don't know, exciting, very strange, very interesting. (laughs) I don't know the right word for it. It just is what it is. If you feel touched to send me a gift, let me know. Just leave me a message and I will let you know how to get it to me. (laughs) Okay, all jokes aside, I'm very excited to be back recording. Um, Yeah, this year has been an interesting year. I'm just glad the semester is over. You know, nursing school really does kill you. Nobody says it. It's so stressful and you're juggling a lot of different things at once. It's honestly like survival of the fittest, I think. So kudos to everyone doing nursing. Like the struggle is real and you got this, you got this. But that's not what we are talking about today. Today, um, I want to talk more in depth on topics I've kind of brushed over in the past. So the topic for today is the American dream and is the American dream worth chasing? Now, I will start by explaining what the American dream is for me, because again, I can only speak for myself. (laughs) And I know I say that every time, but guys, trust me, there are always people that attack me in like voice messages and the notes some of you send that say I generalize things a lot in my episodes, which like I can only speak on the experiences I've faced. So if it sounds like I'm generalizing things, I'm sorry. Like it's just I am coming from somewhere else to a new place. So if I've had a certain interaction more than once or twice, it's like come on. I don't know if that makes sense, but I don't mean to say every single person is like this. Of course that can't be possible, but you know what we are all adults. You get the drift. If you don't, I'm so sorry. I, I don't know how to help you, to be very honest. So um yeah, the American dream. Back home, I always wanted like to come, not even to America. I always wanted to leave my country and just go somewhere where I could get good education. I've always just been passionate about healthcare. You know, my dad, losing my dad to cancer and 
not feeling like he had the best doctors or nurses around, that kind of has pushed and filled my like social justice for healthcare passion. So I needed the best education. I really do plan to go back to Nigeria to see how I can better the country, the economy, the healthcare system, especially. So I always knew I wanted to leave Nigeria. The education system back home is not the best. There's a lot of problems, especially with things we call strikes. Now, I know a lot of people in other countries listen to my podcast. So let me explain what a strike is. Imagine you're going to school, right? And then most of our big institutions in Nigeria are federally funded. So teachers get paid by the government. And because our government is very wonky, (laughs) that's the best word I can find for it. They refuse to pay the teachers and then the teachers are like, okay, well, if you don't pay us, we are not going to come to work. And then that's what you call a strike. Everybody goes home. Students are not learning anything because teachers are not teaching because they're not getting paid. And sometimes this go up to a year. Like you're supposed to graduate in four years and you can be graduating in five, six years because your school always goes on a kind of strike. But I hope that gives you an idea of what I'm talking about. And I just, I didn't want all these things coming in line with my education so i had a discussion with my dad and then later on with my mom about traveling and i explored a lot of different options actually i know i I applied to schools in america i applied to schools in ukraine i applied to schools in hungary and i applied to schools in the caribbean so i was honestly just looking to go anywhere that i knew had a good reputation with a good nursing or healthcare focused major. So I everybody talks about America. Like <laughs> I don't think there is no nation that looks doesn't look to America because it's so out there in the media. You know, everybody wants thinks America is the standard, the golden standard, that golden egg. So the American dream to me was just luxury not even luxury per se but better like everything was better or supposed to be better than nigeria like the healthcare, the life the cost of living the life expectancy the people everything was like people back home now when i say people again i'm not saying every single person but a lot of people back home say you know like being in america is a privilege being in america is the dream that's that's everybody's goal that well not everybody I I need to stop correcting myself. You know what I'm talking about. I'm not trying to say everybody, but leaving Nigeria is most people's goals. (laughs) Sorry, it's funny. I keep saying everybody, but yeah, leaving Nigeria is a lot of people's goal and coming to America is a lot of people's goals because, you know, we see that that dollar to naira price is definitely looking good. America looks like a stable society. Things work here. Now, imagine my total shock (laughs) when I came here and discovered kind of something very different. Like what I had in my head as an idea wasn't what was happening in America. When I finally decided to come to America to school, that was also partly because of my mom. My mom is very (laughs) pro-America. She's never been here. That's the crazy part. My mom has never visited America, but she's like... America's agent. <laughs> she will tell everyone. She'll be like, you know, you should go to America. Yes, America is where it's at. It's good. You know, you can only go there to make good opportunities. And some of that is true, but we talk about America like America is only good and there is no bad. And you know, just being here is everybody's and everybody's 
goal and dream and that should be the standard but i think the illusion kind of faded for me when i have i've lived in america for three years four i don't know math <laughs> but it's that three year four year mark and i've lived in two different states so this is just my experience it's been very anxiety triggering <laughs> most of my time in america i've had anxiety <laughs> and i've talked about it like if any of you follow me on social media you know i've talked about my problems with the american society severally and i've had people reach out to me like especially my friends from high school and say i'm being what's the word like i'm not i'm not saying the right thing or that i'm not being humble or i'm trying to be proud because again everybody wants to come to america so me being here and complaining it sounds stupid to somebody else it's like why is she complaining she literally has what everybody has been dreaming of and she still has something to say like that's stupid and you know it, it bothers me it's still kind of does or like not as much but you get because I didn't know how to explain what I was going through. I didn't know how to explain that. I am grateful for my experience in America. The American education system can, like right now, not even be compared to the Nigerian education system because it's way better. And in terms of stress, it's less stressful because nobody goes on strike here. I know I will be graduating in four years or five years, and that is exactly when I'll be graduating unless like I fail a class or something. Everything like has a timeline and that's expected. And that's like that's wonderful. That doesn't happen back home. But as someone that lives here, like my education is just one part of it. I have friends and interactions and relationships with people outside of my classroom and i do things other than study and go to class so just telling me that oh because i'm here studying in america i'm in the great city like this american dream everybody wants it and you have it and you still have something to say like just calm down and listen to my experience is what i'm trying like see it from where i'm coming from see try to see from my point of view Let's start with the news and the climate in America right now. We've heard about all the mass shootings that's been happening. There's this um, website that I check, like just recently learned about, and I checked this morning actually, and it's been, we're in the fifth day of June, today's June 5th, and we've had eight mass shootings since June. We've had more mass shootings than days. That is very crazy. You know, we started hearing about the first mass shooting in the supermarket in Buffalo in New York. And then we heard about the one in Uvalde. I don't, I hope that's how you pronounce it. The one in Texas. There was also another one in Tulsa, Oklahoma. It's been a bunch of mass shootings. I'm talking about Tulsa. Like, do you guys know about the Tulsa massacre in 1921? I listened to it. I reset. Ooh. <laughs> that Igbo accent is going to jump out at you without you knowing but anyways i recently learned about the tulsa massacre and you know what that's a story for another day that whole thing is very gruesome america just has a very gruesome history like with slavery and currently with the gun like shootings and the mass shootings and the refusal to do any kind of control about the situation it's very i'm always anxious to be very honest since the first um 
mass shooting that happened in Buffalo like this year. That was the big one everybody kind of heard about. I have literally almost been unable to function outside. I don't go out if I have to walk by myself. Someone has to go with me. I'm very scared to go to places. I order my groceries now. And I, like even going to the gym, I'm like, what if someone walks into this gym and just starts shooting at people? And I like somebody might be like, yeah, like that is a very low probability. But think about it. Nobody leaves their house in the morning and expects to get shot. Nobody leaves their house to go to anywhere, the grocery store, the school, just be walking around on the side of the road to go to a gathering. And then at the back of their head, they're like, yeah, today, today might be the day I just, you know, get shot. Today might be the day someone <laughs> decides to pop in and just start shooting bullets at everyone. Nobody ever thinks that. So just having that idea that, you know, I, it could be me. It literally could be me. I could be going somewhere. I could be somewhere and somebody somewhere, like God forbid, but somebody could do that. And just the thought of that scares me so much. The thought of all the hate crimes that have happened in America and still currently happen. Like, we like to talk about slavery in America. Like, it happened so long ago. But not really. Like, when we think about slavery and racism and all these events, they are, like, we still have parents and grandparents, especially African-Americans, that are living today that could tell you vivid stories of what happened in their time. This is not history as per... It didn't happen in the 1500s or the 1600s. So it's, yeah, yeah, it's very recent and I don't know, staying in a place that has that much history of violence, coming to learn about all the things that white people did to African slaves or just slaves that they brought from wherever, how they've constantly oppressed like minority groups, like African-Americans, Latinos, like Latinx, all those kind of groups, it's, it's... It gives me a headache and it makes me very scared. I'm not African-American, but I am black. And when I walk on the road, nobody knows if I'm African or African-American. Like, they don't... Nobody knows. So maybe they hear that my accent or someone asks me. So if someone is going to target someone for a rich crime, they're not looking at me like, oh, that's an African girl. I won't touch her or something. They might That might even make me more of an target if I'm being honest. Someone could look at me and just see a black girl. And if it was a rich crime, I could very easily be targeted. So I'm being targeted just by being in America. Like, I'm, like not just being targeted. I might be target, targeted just by being in America. I might also just be targeted for being a woman. I might also just be targeted for being a black woman because we know black women have it the very fucking worst here. Now, knowing all of this, why should I be excited? Okay, yeah, I'm getting the best education I could possibly get, but you know, I could be in college taking these classes and then someone comes in and shoots all of us. <laughs> How is that something that should make me happy? How is that something that I shouldn't be worried about? Do you understand what I'm saying? And if that's not enough, like if the the pressure of just looking over your shoulder, worrying about your life just because of the color of your skin or your geographical location, like just be, being in this supermarket or being in this school or this church, anywhere, like you could be a target. If that's not enough for people to be like, okay, maybe, maybe America is not like very glamorous, <laughs> then maybe this would. Now, I've come to learn, and I think I talked about this just very briefly in my last episode, Americans are very polite. I wouldn't even lie. Um, a lot of people are very polite, you know, very easy to talk to here. You'll be walking and people are just friendly. 
in the hi hello way but america still has this ingrained culture of celebrating individualism everybody is their own person and that they do that to the de detriment of building any sort of community like people here have this i i i me 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 just i me mentality and they mostly work for themselves so it gets very lonely and i'm not exaggerating it gets very lonely living in america especially if you are an international student which i am my first experience here i went to hbcu i've talked about this before i did have friends because again hbcu is black people there it's mostly black people there and many international students like to go to hbcus because again <laughs> like it's very easy to relate because it's a mixing pot of cultures basically so i could easily like find friends even though most of my friends were still either nigerian or african or just international students but it was easier to relate and then i moved to a pwi which is a predominantly white institution and that's my current school and if not for <laughs> the fact that I knew a friend before I came here, I would probably be friendless. And it's not even that I'm a like I'm an introvert. I I mean I don't go out very often. I'm more of an ambivert, but I I'm very good at talking to people. I could see someone and start a conversation. But it's just very lonely here because people have cliques and their group of friends. And, you know, coming from a different culture, you already have another kind of barrier to cross. My accent made it so hard for me to even understand or hear, or, or hear what people were saying. Or, like, made people not want to talk to me because it was hard to understand my accent at first. And there's just a lot. So you find yourself being isolated. You find yourself being alone. And that can also very greatly affect you as a person, affect your mental health, affect your productivity in the classes you're supposed to be focused on. The work mentality here too is crazy. Everybody knows America is a very capitalist society. It's all about the money here. And I think for a long time a lot of people have worked for money like it's always been about how much money can we make how much money can we get from this you know if i start working i should choose a major that will give me the most money <clears throat> and a lot of people have been going for that but i think i think that since the pandemic hits a lot of people have had to reconsider that and see that you know you want to follow a job that gives you peace like you, you you might not be very passionate about your job but you want to at least like your job <laughs> you want to wake up in the morning and not be like what the fuck i hate this place i don't want to go to work and america has a lot of that kind of mentality you know it's all about the work it's all about the money how much do you have like the network who do you know tying into that you know i i i me 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 like what can i do how can i be richer how can I be better? How can I have no more people? How can I have more money? And back home, it's really not like that. Back in Nigeria, I know we have a lot of communities. Like, you know, we are not the most friendly set of people. Someone said that all Nigerians they've met are really mean. And it's just that we don't talk to... We are not... We are... Mm, we're not very polite. Like, we won't see you on the road without knowing you and just say hi. <laughs> it's it's not common. So, that kind of thing. But we have communities. Like, we would 
value and nurture our community of friends our, our families like you, you that's also another thing you know here you are 18 or 20 and you want to move out of your parents house a lot of 20 year olds back in nigeria live with their parents and maybe it's because of the economic society but i think it's also because of our sense of community no but your parents wouldn't expect you to suddenly move out of your house just because you turned 20 or 18 or whatever like just that individualism here it kills me specifically i don't know how it affects americans that have been here their whole lives but again that is part of that american dream you have to be your own person you have to hustle for yourself it's just about you and i'm not trying to say like you know it has to be a way where everybody has to you have always have to be part of a community or you always have to be part of a team but sometimes you want to know that people care about you and you know you have a, a group of people that you can rely on a group of people that you can look back and be like okay yeah these people will be there for me if i need help it's very in my experience it's kind of very hard to get that here so knowing all of this like and i know it's just two things but there's so much more i could talk about i wanted to really just expatiate on this too because it's the two biggest ones for me the lack of safety i'm always so anxious like it's every time i think you know there's nothing worse i can learn about america america is like hold my beer <laughs> i'll show you what else we have in our history and i don't know if i can stay in a place that has this much violent history a place that just you can tell they just don't care they disregard a, a lot of things especially minority rights women's rights like let's talk about the abortion rules and um laws they are trying to put in place right now controlling we're literally going backwards this is a regression we're going backwards in time because <laughs> it's going to be a way where women and minority groups lose their voice and we know all know how important it is to have a voice to be recognized and to have a place in society i cannot see myself staying long term or speaking good about a place that doesn't give me those opportunities in terms of work and in terms of money and in terms of like all of that yeah definitely america has its pros you know you can find really great jobs here if you do work very hard and you have luck on your side for the most part you can make a quote-unquote good life here but i cannot consider that a good life even if i just had that's what i'm trying to say like money is i'm understanding that it's not everything i want to be comfortable in life but i don't want to be working as a nurse you know earning thousands and thousands of dollars and then i go to the grocery store to buy groceries for the week and then i'm shut <laughs> Like, who does all that money help? Who does it profit if my life is always at stake? You, I don't know if I'm making sense. And I don't know if you understand it. But I hope, you know, the people that have reached out to me before to try to come and say I'm not being sensible by saying I don't want to stay in America long term. Can kind of understand where I'm coming from. I do, I, I can, in retrospect, I can see what you are talking about. Nigeria is also very stressful. I won't lie. There's so many, like maybe one day I'll, I'll sit down and I'll just talk about all Nigerians' problems. <laughs> There's so many problems in Nigeria, especially with the recent um, political climate. You know, we, are ha we have upcoming elections. A lot of people are really charged. And again, education isn't really good. We have a lot of inflation problems. The economy is literally 
annoying that's the best word i can use i don't know what other word to use so you want to leave yeah but i don't think america is the luxurious like america should not be the golden standard like we shouldn't be looking at america as you know yeah maybe we should be like them please don't <laughs> you can do better like i'm um, if you needed a sign or if you needed someone to tell you i'm telling you now that you can do better than america <laughs> there are so many other countries. i've been doing some research because again i've said i don't see myself really settling here long term i'm too scared I am beginning to just value my mental health and my life and the people around me. I don't want to have to worry about all the things I've mentioned before. So I've been looking to places I can eventually like relocate and see myself settling in. I'm still looking, you know, everywhere I find it's always a problem. Like I want to be in a place that is very warm. Like I, w- I don't mind some cold weather, but like, for example, Ohio weather is trash. <laughs> It's cold like eight months of the year and it's only warm for like four. I don't want something like that. I want a place with good health care, you know, all those kind of things. And I just know that there is a place out there that would be better than America. I'm trying to keep my vision and my mind ahead. And I really just wanted to do this to explain to people. Maybe this gives a better understanding and a better view of where I'm coming from and where other people might be coming from because I see this a lot, you know, a lot of Africans that come here, people back home expect you to be happy. And that is, you know, you've, you've done it. You were able to achieve the dream that so many people want. So (laughs) talking about things, I was not putting that dream in a good light being like, maybe this dream wasn't worth it at the end. It's, it kind of makes people angry. (laughs) It's like, wow we are all struggling for this and you got it and still you have the audacity to criticize it it's it's that vibe but i don't know i don't know what else to do i don't (sighs) i'm tired but i'm going to stop this here if you have recommendations like i know again i hopefully this podcast reaches people that are in all climes of the world if you have recommendations for places that you think have some sort of like societal stability and you would recommend someone living in and settling in like this is my 10-year plan so this is not happening anytime soon but just let me know i always 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 love listening to your recommendations i love 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 it when you send me voice notes or messages or reply to the question sticker on the podcast it's so touching it takes me like a couple days to get through a bunch of them but it just gives me hope you know that people are actually listening to this podcast and they like it so yeah Thank you guys for tuning in. And now I'll talk about some of the changes you might see in coming weeks. So first things first, the theme song, of course, is going to change. Um, I'm planning to have a story podcast. Like it's still the same podcast. It will be under waiting day. But instead of every podcast having me talk about some sort of experience that I've faced in America or just my life in general, I want to tell you guys stories because (laughs) I realized that my writing has been dying down. For those that don't know, I write very often. I have an Instagram page. It's called Words by Rachel. If you want to check out some of the things I've written in the past. But just a heads up, I haven't written or actually I haven't posted in over a year. (laughs) So the page has been kind of dormant. Now I'm trying to bring my stories to the podcast. I'm trying to see if, you know, a lot of people will be interested in hearing me 
say stories or most of the stories would be original i plan for them to be retained by me and then i'll just come read them out to you like a like an audible basically <laughs> but they will be short stories not novels just very short stories fiction mostly fantasy that's my idea i'm still working on it i have some stories lined up again but just let me know by your um enthusiasm for it you know this might become a permanent thing on the podcast we would have speaking days well, <laughs> speaking days but would have days when i would come and talk about my experience like you know talk about shit my life things like that and then would have days when i would just tell you guys a story and that would be it but let me know if you like that plan and if you like that idea you know again this audience is what i'm here for i just I started this podcast because I have so many stories I want to tell. I feel like I've lived so many experiences. Sometimes it's actually stupid and crazy, but I, I want to share that. I want to also build on my storytelling, you know, my speaking abilities, interacting with people I've never seen from different parts of the world is also really cool. So yeah, please make sure you comment, you share this podcast follow me, like it, whatever streaming um, service or platform you're using, just tell your friends to tell their friends and let me know what you think about the upcoming changes. I'm so excited to hear your thoughts and I'll see you guys in the next one. Take care of yourselves. Have a lovely day. Bye.